Whoever did that intro is a musical genius. Musical genius. I love it. I well, love it. you know, it, it's amazing because I happened to make that intro. Really? I did that. That's right. Me, the radio rock star, the radio rap star, the fade runner, your favorite DJ's favorite DJ, the voice of choice that makes the ladies noise. Mr. <laughs> Damn. He does that too. Your 2022 RWC Golden Opportunity winner and the guy that's going to pass off the introduction to the guy to the right. Well, I don't have all those AKAs and Mr. Choice and all that good stuff. I mean, I'm just me. I'm just Mr. Magnificent. I'm your former RWC heavyweight champion, former RWC tag team champion. In fact, I have been every champion in RWC at some point. Remember that, sir. Remember that. At, at some point. Okay. Yeah, at some point. during a, It's been a 15-year run, sir. Okay. Also the guy that, that wants me to team up with him for some reason. We you know, we should. I mean, we, we get along great on the podcast. I mean, oh, oh, you know, okay. it's just okay. outside of here. We have a few yeah. discrepancies. Yeah, that's, yeah, true. So welcome to the Smash the Mat podcast, man. Look, we have had a crazy week of oh. wrestling news. So much has happened. Obviously, we're going to start off with the biggest story of all. Vince McMahon retired. No, it Vince can't be. McMahon retired. I he never retired. thought I would see a day that the WWE was running without Vince McMahon. I mean, I thought they were going to have to literally like wheel him out on a gurney. Yeah, man. Look, I, I thought he would die in the gorilla in the back in, in the gorilla position. That's that's what I expected. <laughs> there was no way. That's what they call it, gorilla. So, so do you know right. why they call it gorilla? Because of gorilla monsoon. That's right. He made that spot famous. Yes, uh, it's crazy, man. And obviously, it is. Oh, see, and see, this is what I'm talking about. Harry, off, Harry, shout Harry. out to my man Harry because uh, then Mr. Magnificent hit you with a low blow after. Yes, he did. Yes, you he know, did. You know, at some point, you just got to let bygones be bygones. I mean, it, it is wrestling. It's a competition. And at the time, you were competition. Well, you lost the match. I, it was an accident. First of all, I didn't give you a low blow. If you if you slow the video down in slow motion, you will you notice. I have access to the video. I just, yeah, you, you should. Like five minutes, I can find it. Yeah, you, you, should, you should pull it up because you, you'll see that you were slipping. Gotcha. And it, it has, your left, has your left boot came off the floor. I said no, and I reached out. And I was like, whoa, I lost my balance and rolled back. And it looked like I, I, I rolled you up. I didn't. Okay. Didn't. So, yeah. You're Thanks, Harry. A completely different situation. That's how many times you you backstabbed. Like, you're thinking of the absolute wrong situation. Uh, am I? Yes. Harry remembers. And I, and I remember and Pepperidge Farm remembers, too. <laughs> okay. I don't, I don't know what you're talking about, sir. There was never gotcha. a low blow. It's the Mandela. It's the Mandela effect. Tuesday, next Tuesday, (laughs) when we do when we do our SummerSlam thoughts next Tuesday, I'm gonna I'm gonna have the video for you. You gonna have the video? Let me get in the Google Google Drive real quick. Ain't no video. (laughs) Just letting you know. So, like we said, Vince McMahon retired, man, and you know what? Over 40 years, over 40 years of dedication to the to the wrestling product he's been running wwe for 40 years he bought it in what 1980 i forget i forget what year it was but he purchased the company for one million dollars 
mm-hmm. from his dad. And it, it was wild because, and, and Jim Cornette said it best, the way he, he bought it from his dad and that he was making payments, but the WWF was already in business. So it's like, he was just, he didn't have the money. He didn't have the money. He was just taking the money from the earnings and giving it to his dad. It's like, you know. And and okay. and uh, uh, somebody just made mention that uh, it's better to retire than to be fired from your own company. Now he must we, be like. No, first off, it says Facebook user. He must be sharing from the Smash the Mac group. Shout out to you. You know what I'm saying. Shout out to you. Um, is it better to retire? Yes, it's absolutely better to retire. Absolutely. And see, because, we, because, we've debated about that. We've debated about that. You yeah. know, in our private chat, and 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 you know, like. He couldn't have been fired. Like it would have been impossible for him to be actually fired. Like even to this day, he's still not fired. He's retired, but he still owns what, like eighty percent of the company in stocks. Uh, uh, somebody in our uh, RWC group broke it down Omar. real smooth. Omar, Omar, yeah. Omar did a lot of research, and shout out to Omar because I'm going because I'm not going to take all his information and claim it as our own. What I'm going to do, I'm going to read some of it. Yes, please. Because um, this was really good. He said, let me see. Do, 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 do. He said, so this is this is like some of the info. Now, now look, you know, we are not insiders, we are not reporters, we are just guys, we are fans who happen to wrestle and love wrestling. You know what I'm saying? So this is so this will explain some of it. WWE stock is split into two categories: class A and class B. Class A stock is what anyone can buy in the stock market, like you and me, through a brokerage. Class B is known as preferred stock. Vince owns somewhere between 32 and 38% of WWE stock, but being Class B shares give him about 10 times the voting rights of Class A, which means each share he owns is the equivalent of any of us buying 10 shares. And despite only owning about a third of WWE, his vote counts for around 80% of the voting rights. So even if literally every shareholder voted to fire him, it wouldn't even become close to reality but here's the thing but here's the thing about that because he was going he they 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 were going to find a way to get him out anyway because i believe wwe found out that there was 14.6 million dollars missing you know from from whatever and that this is the money that he used to pay off you know the women for you know said whatever you know what i'm saying now that's embezzlement that's embezzlement. Once you use, once you use, if he was using his own money, no harm, no foul. But once you start using the company's money to do your shady dealings, that's embezzlement. So one way or another, he was going to be gone. He was going to be gone. You know? Yeah. He, I, again, it, that, to me, that's kind of a gray area because I agree a hundred percent with what you said, but can he actually, be they can't take his stock away in the company. No, they can't take the stock away. But, yeah, that's his but, no matter what. They unless can he decides to sell. Jail, my brother, <laughs> so you can you people go to jail for stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? That's true. Hey, exactly, and that's on top of the other money. Yeah, and 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 exactly. Either we press charges when you retire, or like like and, and and think about it. Like I think a lot of people knew this was coming. Like, and, and the reason I say that, don't you think? John Cena just had his 20-year, you know, reunion. You don't think John Cena was about to be a part of SummerSlam? You don't think he was? Like, to me, I'm not. I don't, I don't know what for what, you know. I don't read a lot of dirt sheets because most of them must be lying, you know. Mm-hmm. But 
like with with all the hype around Austin and on Austin Theory Theory and Cena, wouldn't you suspect Theory and Cena was go, probably going to end up wrestling each other? And I still you think know, it's and, possible. And, I still yeah, think it's I mean, possible. It's, just it's WrestleMania, similar, but it just seems like that would have been a money match. Yeah, Cena, Cena and Theory. You know, you you put the young guy over, make him big or whatever. That's I think that's why Bobby Lashley has a spot. I don't know. I didn't read no no. You know, this is just barbershop talk, if you will. All I'm saying is, guys like Cena probably saw that and was like, mm, you know what, <laughs> we're gonna back up off this for a little while and let that heat die down. And now with all this, now with all this happening, John Laurinaitis, he's out of there. Yeah, yeah, they didn't. They didn't kick John Laurinaitis to the curb. Word on they the can, street, they, they can fire him. Oh yeah, oh, he, he's <laughs> fired. Yeah, he's fired. Word on the street, Kevin Dunn could be next. Uh, Bruce Pritchard could be next. Hopefully, they don't because these guys are still brilliant wrestling minds. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. Now, what we do know, what we do know, Senor, let me let me scroll down over here. That now that he is out, Stephanie McMahon, yes, is co CEO along with. Nick Khan! Those damn cons. The cons. (laughs) That's right. There's a con. Another con. Nick Khan. And that also means that it's time to play the game. (laughs) And how you play it is taking, he's taking over, was he's VP of talent relations. He's also taking over creative. So like this is an, this could be a really exciting time because things will be changed. Things will be changing creatively very soon. I, I say after SummerSlam, probably because yeah. a few, after a few of these other storylines finish up, I think between now and the, uh, well, SummerSlam and the rest of the year, you know, we, hopefully we start seeing some changes. And with that happening, who knows, you know, maybe some of those, Maybe some of that talent that was let go, they might become. Maybe they'll. Maybe they'll come back. Yeah, maybe. I, I think, think it's a good possibility. I mean, new leadership means you know a, a a new new show. So why not? You know, if I'm one of the guys that enjoyed being in WWE and I got fired, I would want to come back if it was a good place to go to. The right. return of the black and gold. Yes, right. Nothing would make like black and gold NXT. Was like I think that was I didn't re- I didn't even realize it till it ended. The black and gold era of NXT from t- 2014 to 2019 is one of my absolute favorite eras of wrestling. No questions asked. Yes, <laughs> yes. yes, I use yes. We use you as a source. Absolutely. Yes, you you are the man now. Matter of fact, put that on your resume. That's right. <laughs> put that on your resume. <laughs> It doesn't get better than that. It doesn't. It doesn't. <laughs> Unless we find out everything you told us was wrong. And then, you know, <laughs> we just throw you under the bus. Yeah. He seemed like a smart guy. I, I just, you know, this is we'll, put, like, we'll put up a disclaimer later. <laughs> the research that Mr. Magnificent should have did, and he didn't. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We'll send, you, we'll send you a hot dog and a handshake, sir. There you go. Absolutely. All for you. Yes. But, yes, so here's a here's a question right here. How big of an impact do you think Triple H will have on the talent and company? Whoo! Major. Man. Major. <laughs> Look, he's already, if I I believe he's already sent a letter out saying that he wants to establish a transparent line of communication. He yep. said that to the talent already. He wants already it to be so. a more, more fun work atmosphere. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? I think we're going to see 
we'll probably see, you know, if we could get some some NXT style storytelling on the main roster, man, I'm telling you, bro, it, hey, the possibilities are endless. I'm telling you, imagine yeah. WWE working with other companies. I'm telling you, this could be huge. I don't yeah, think it, it can be. It will be huge. But if anybody will do it, oh. he will. Huh? So if anybody do it, Triple H will do it. Oh, absolutely. I mean, he he's he's a lot more. Well, I don't know him personally, but you know, he he's he appears to be a lot more open and you know to new ideas, but more so than Vince was. Oh, absolutely. Mm. And you know what? It's it's gonna be this could be a really good time. Like, like two things are gonna happen. <laughs> uh, two things can happen. I will say two things. Well, two things can happen. It's either gonna get really good. Or it's gonna get really bad. Yeah. <laughs> because because you know how you know that saying how like you you get what you ask for. What if what if there's a chance that things don't work out the way they should? You know what I'm saying? And maybe the storytelling doesn't get the, the creator doesn't come through like it's supposed to. Like anything can happen. True. Anything can happen. True. Like I, I'm a very optimistic person, so I expect Triple H to knock it out of the park. I really do. I now, really did do. you see? There, there was a guy in one of our, our group chats that made reference to like, oh, thank God Vince is gone. And then Tony Tony Khan of AEW put out a statement, Bro. you know, kind of poking a jab at him. You know, now I'm the longest running tenured CEO of whatever. Uh, let oh, me that, go ahead. That, go ahead. That, that made me mad to no end on both, say, both of them. First, that was an inaccurate statement that he made. Secondly, that was extremely corny, bro. Yeah, That was so corny. Like, and like, I don't have a, my issues with, with AEW are very minute. Well, I won't say minute, but like, I, I watch AEW, you know what I'm saying? I got, I appreciate what Tony Khan and them are doing. I really do. Like, that at, was mad corny though. That was extremely corny. At some point, you have to just run your own race. You can't worry about what they're doing in WWE, what their storylines, who's there. You need to just put on the show that you know you can put on. Yeah, cause like, cause we'll we'll get to Tony Khan really don't have nothing to, to, to say after he really shouldn't be saying nothing after that atrocious main event with Eddie Kingston and Chris Jericho. Boy, we'll talk about that later. Yes, we'll talk yes. about that later because I will say one thing you can't expect to see with with Triple H though, and I saw this, I stole this out of somebody's group, and it was hilarious to me. This is Triple H. Versus- <laughs> <laughs> versus the entire raw roster. Because, is that Val Venus? Bro, <laughs> the old pick. Uh, all I'm saying is, what did did that first hour raw just not seem like they were just like they were just bullying like theory like the whole hour, dog. Like See, I have my own theories about that. Number one, raw started off hot, like raw started off good. And then if you notice throughout the show, the crowd kind of just kind of kind of mellowed out a little bit and it, it didn't pick back up until the very end. So I don't know if that's a result of like triple H booking or whether he's trying to continue what Vince has already in place, but it's raw was a good show, not a great show. And it had a potential to be a great show since they were in Madison square gardens. That's, that's their home. If you, if you're going to show out anywhere, you show out there. So one thing, exactly. Like one, I don't care who, how bad the shows are. Whenever, whenever they get to Madison Square Garden, they try to turn up. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So I don't. I think that show would have been that way. Well, not the beginning, but I feel like that show would have been still good, even if Vince was there, because they always try to pull out all the stops 
for Madison Square Garden. Here's a question here. Does Vince run things from his from the phone? <laughs> Probably. No. I mean, <laughs> he, I don't think he will. No, I, like they've already started the, you know, the they're starting the transition, you know. Now, out like we'll see what happens on SmackDown. I'll really be I'm even more interested for SummerSlam now than I was before because me and DB had a long talk about the main of matter of fact we'll get we'll get to our predictions we're going to do our predictions and then we're going to move through some other stuff i just want to i just want to see some more of these comments real quick and here's one to be fair wwe has been collaborating with other companies for a while now how many companies from europe are on the network and featured contracted talent did we already forget evolve having so much nxt talent on it the thing with evolve they bought evolve so, yep. so you're like, you're, you're not wrong. You're not wrong at all. You know, um, they definitely bought Evolve. Now you could say that, that, you know, WWE kind of killed the UK indie scene because like, you know, with, and they, they were kind of almost about to do the same thing to Japan with NXT Japan, but they would have had to purchase Noah or all Japan pro wrestling or something like that. So, and yes, this was one of my favorite lines from raw. Daddy's oh, not I love it anymore. I love it. <laughs> yes. And we all know that the tribal chief moves the needle. You're correct, Brian. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, oh, good. Here's a, this is a good question. Ah. Does Vince go into the Hall of Fame in 2023? It's his Hall of Fame. So absolutely. But I really think this is, once again, y'all know we're, we're all fans here. You know, we, yes. we all love wrestling. The guys watching and, and us talking. I think the only thing that stops Vince from going into the Hall of Fame next year or yeah next year is how bad this this investigation turns out like if it turns out like because like names so i watch you know me man i, I watch a lot of stuff i i watch uh i listen to uh keeping it 100 with conan and you know they they've got the best reporter in the biz billy body best reporter in the biz he said there's a there's going to be a report coming out next week that's going to have names, dates, everything. Ah. And like he he's the only person that I know that has been at least 95% accurate with everything he's he's stated since I've been listening. So, it could get it's going to get it's going to be scary hours real soon. So, let me let me ask you this. So, he he comes out with the names and you know, times, dates, places, all this good stuff. If it comes out that one of the people that was involved with Vince, one of the women, are, is the one that kind of blew the whistle on the whole thing. Do you think that it is fair that Vince suffers any consequences because of the fact that they did accept that they payment? They signed a non-disclosure agreement, and then they also yeah, well, accepted the money. So now you're saying, I'm going to take your money, wait a little while. Oh, yep, I changed my mind. Now you're going to go to jail. Well, no, no, no. That's to I me, mean, well, you and it was, if you committed a crime, you still did the crime. It doesn't matter like what you did, you still committed a crime. Right. Know? Like I don't know if it's a crime or if it's just extremely unethical. You know, the crime was in the embezzlement. The crime yeah. wasn't in between they're, the relationship. They're grown, they're grown adults. You there know? were if two any, cons consenting adults. Right. If anything else, he's he's guilty of it's adultery because he damn sure was cheating. <laughs> but, you know what I'm saying? And that's just that's for the the court of public opinion. Let's yeah. see what we got here. He said he's friends with Pigney. <laughs> Pat Pigney? <laughs> okay. 
Let's see. Uh, da, da, da. Let's see. We got this one right here. I don't think Vince will want to go in until he passes away. Mm. He won't want to get that emotional. Uh, I'm not going to say that's wrong. I'm not going to say that. I mean, have we ever seen Vince emotional? Not, not on camera. There's been some behind the scenes stuff that's come out. Um, like brief snippets of like documentaries. I think there was a documentary they did on, was it, uh, Oh, I don't even remember who it was. It might have been Austin. Yeah, I, I mean, probably so, but I don't know. And there's already a couple rumored names. Look, um, I I saw a clip of it was Paul London on Renee Dupree's podcast. I don't even know what it's called, and I apologize. He said that when he was this is like 2006 ish. He said. Um, Ashley Massaro used to used to be crying to him because Vince would be harassing the hell out of her. You know what I'm saying? Like they'd be trying to get her to fly on their plane and all this stuff, you know? So like Paul Leonard was like, man, I'm actually surprised. Like this stuff didn't come out 10 years ago, you know? So, I mean, it's, it's wild, bro. Oh yeah. Yeah. The Eddie tribute is when he got emotional. Okay. That's so right. look, we're, none of us are, none of us are legal consultants, legal aides. We're not paralegals. We're not we're not lawyers. We're we're not public defenders. You know, whatever. I am the judge of public opinion. Okay. well, look, let's get into (laughs) our SummerSlam predictions. Let's get into our SummerSlam predictions, you know, because, you know, this is what we do. Uh Oh, SummerSlam is shaping up. What is good? What is good? How you live? Oh, critical hit. Those are my guys right there. Super fire. Super dope. All right, so I'm going to let you handle the pictures for SummerSlam. All right, I, just, I just ask that you save the main event for last. And, and you know, let's, let us let us as a community, you know, make our picks. I should have right. asked D. I need to text DB right now and ask him for his picks as well. Now, mind you, these, these, this is not going to be in the match order. Or do you want it in, in the match order? I can, I can definitely yeah, look do, that do up. However. All right, let me... Let me go on over a screen. He's already taking too long. Sorry. All right, here we go. So starting with... Ah, okay. So the first match, according to what they have on uh, the Bleacher Report, this is going to be the order. Now, of course, subject to change and all that good stuff. But the first match, let me see. It is going to be... Hold on, hold on. He said... Brian wants to know where you got that shirt from. He said, where you get that shirt from? I need that. Walmart. <laughs> Walmart. Gotta love Walmart. Walmart's a great, great, great future sponsor of the show. We hey, love Walmart. Walmart. Roll, rolling back those prices. There you go. Give us money. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's see. Uh, the first match on the card, according to the Bleacher Report, is going to be Logan Paul and The Miz. I did not expect that to be the first one. Yeah, again, this is just a quarter. No, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. I, we have, your report. So I'm I'm going I'm going Logan Paul because celebrities rarely lose on these big shows. Here's they my do thing, lose, but not a lot. Here's I'm my going thing, Logan Paul. I would normally agree with you because celebrities do rarely lose, but at this point, Logan Paul is a WWE superstar. My my struggle is. Logan Paul is kind of a dick, and so is so is the Miz. So it's like in this match, who do I really want to cheer for? Like, yeah, 
Like, you eh. know what? I'm with you on that because that segment on Raw, I was like, I don't like either one of these guys. Yeah, like, like can they both lose. Like, I think that's a triple threat. If they would have flipped it and made the Miz a face, then we would have had something. Then I'd be like, yes, I want Miz, Miz to win all the way. But now I could care less. But if I had to pick somebody, I, I just to be different, I'll go with the Miz. Okay. I'll say he's going to win. All right. All right. All right. What's the next? All right. Next, we have. I should have put these things in order. Yeah, just just run them. Just run them. It doesn't matter how, what what Bleacher right. Report has. You know, shout out to Bleacher Report, by the way. Yeah, we love Bleacher Report. All right, we got Happy Corbin, Happy 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 Corbin, and Pat McAfee. Mm, oh. Bleacher Report, give us money. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going Pat. Well, you know what? There's no reason for Pat McAfee to win this, but but I don't I don't choose Baron Corbin in anything, so it's it's definitely going to be Pat McAfee. Yeah, it's going to be Pat. Like out of Maybe. all this time, he needs his revenge. <laughs> Logan Paul only if he pimp punches Miz in the jaw. Now this this is not a match on the the card, but I just feel the need to throw this in real quick at the top of the show. Um, I don't that that, that speaks for itself. It. Uh, Anyway, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to get off track. Let's go on back to the match card. Let's go on to the tag match. Beautiful. <laughs> street <laughs> Profits. <laughs> okay. The Street Profits versus the Usos. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Hold on, man. Go back. Go back. Go back. Because go back. Not, not to the not to the Jay Cargill pick, but did, did you make your pick? Oh, for um for Pat McAfee and, and oh and I did Brian. Brian Wilkinson says bum ass Corbin. Nah, I'm gonna go with Pat. I'm gonna go to go. I'm going with Pat McAfee. He okay. he's gotta get his his revenge on this whole situation. It would suck unless they have plans to stretch it out until WrestleMania, which I highly doubt. I don't know. That's a little too far. Yeah. Survivor series, maybe. Oh, you know what? Can I, I just thought about something and I, I hate to do this because because I know we try to layer our shows a little bit more. But now that like the, the brand split isn't like it isn't over, but it's not, but it's not the brand split anymore. So I'm wondering how they're gonna do Survivor Series because now it's it's champion versus champion. I mean, they used to have like they can still do the women's champs against each other. They had the tag champs against each other. They can't do that anymore. You can't do the world champ versus the universal champ. You can do the the intercontinental versus the IC, but like they're they're probably gonna have to go back to the traditional um, the traditional Survivor Series format. And I would like know. that. I think that would be way better. Way yeah. better. A lot, lot more, lot less predictable that way, I think. I dig it. And Harry says Pat is going to mule kick happy in the chest. <laughs> okay, now we can move on. Now we can. All right. On. Street Profits versus the Usos. So I'm going uh, to let you choose first this time. In my heart, I want the Street Profits to win, but I don't think that they're going to. I think the Usos are going to hold that belt all the way until WrestleMania. So, from what I'm from and from what I've been gathering from the the many Facebook groups I'm in, shout out to the BWO, the Black Wrestling Order. Shout out to BWF Black Wrestling fans. Shout out to NAW Nation of African American Wrestling. Shout out to Smash the Mat discussions. Shout out to yeah. Talk of Champions, and. Everybody is expecting 
that the street this will be the last match for the street profits after they lose this match is when everybody's expecting for the split to happen so so this is the thing if everybody's expecting something to happen is this when you do it you know now the the only time you can swerve see yeah see just like harry said they the winner split up so i think the the i think the biggest swerves in a split is when the who turns on who? You know what I'm saying? Because is it is it is it a is it like like I like what the New Day did. They didn't break up. They was like, hey, we just we're still a team, but I'm gonna do this and I'm gonna do that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> is it that? Does somebody turn heel? And if so, who turns heel? Mm. You know, Montez. Or is it just a man? This ain't working, man. Like I gotta go. Between the two, Montez Ford is the only one that I can see being able to pull off being a heel. I mean, I got the I got because I have the Usos in this. Like I just like I some about the bloodline, man. Like the bloodline with all the belts is just it's best for business. You know, I still well, we'll talk about that when we get to that match. But all right, so next we have hey Riddle and Seth freaking Rollins. Yo, first first I would like to say. That Seth Rollins came out last night looking like a Soul Train dancer. Uh, like, <laughs> he came out in like the, the shiny suit, his shoulders, with the sparkles. And he had he had enough. You know how like you have the the suit and it was just a, the little bit of the chest. Like he got the taco meat hanging. Out the chest. You know, what I'm saying if he could dance, like I was looking for Don Cornelius's ghost. Like, <laughs> like what is going on out here? So, and. First of all, we, I have to correct mm-hmm. myself on this match. There, there's a there's a typo in there. You have to you have to say this like like J Five would say it's Seth S E F F. Yes, Seth. Seth Rollins. <laughs> so <laughs> I saw a video. You know, everybody was talking about oh oh uh, WWE's going TV fourteen. They're going back to the Attitude Era. And I, I saw this video. I think it was on TikTok. Not TikTok because I don't have TikTok. It was on Facebook. And like people are expecting it to be like, people are expecting it to be like when they go back to TV 14, it's going to start out like coming to the ring, Seth fucking Rollins. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I I will say this. I think they've already made the switch to TV 14. They just haven't content wise done anything to TV 14. I think we saw a hint of that. Miss Magnificent. No, look, look, look at that. Shut up, <laughs> Wendell. Shut <laughs> up. Said, Mr. Magnificent knows about turning off. Something. Yes, he does. I don't, he I don't know. what he does. I'm going to ignore that comment from yeah. uh, Mr. Wendell, but uh, anywho, Mr. Wendell. We, we, <laughs> I thought about that song too. Yeah. But anyway, I think we saw the transition to TV 14 a little bit with Maurice's promo this week when she came out with the, the purse with the two balls and she couldn't pronounce with, uh, oh, yeah, the, yeah. all that good stuff. I Maurice. I was like, who the hell is Maurice? I know you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, but I think we're going to see a lot more of it now that Triple H is in charge. This is a, with go, them going to TV 14 and him being in charge is like perfect timing. Like perfect, perfect timing. So I think in the coming, it's going to be a slow transition. But I think each and every week we're going to see just a little bit more of the TV fourteen side. Okay. So getting back to the question, Harry says he's going Seth. He needs to build up his supervillain status. Fun fact: Did you guys know 
that Seth Rollins has the most losses this year. He's got over 50 losses. Can you even tell? Because I had no idea. Like, I knew he lost some matches. I knew he lost a three to Cody, but I didn't realize he was losing that much. And I think this is why they say wins and losses don't matter because he's still, to me, Seth is still top of it. Probably not. He's not. He's still. He can still be a main event player at any point in time. Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. But uh, in my mind, he still is a main event player. This match is is kind of. This is going to be a, a toss-up for me because Seth has been losing all year, pretty much. He's been losing all year, uh, apparently, but but Riddle hasn't exactly been winning either. So True. who do you give the win to? Like, for me, I would and, – and, and another thing, Riddle is over like a mug, bro. Yo, outside of, like, I really think outside of, like – Roman, I think Riddle is like top three as far as most over. Like the crowd, like you don't have to do nothing for as soon as his soon as his music hits, they're hype and they change his theme music too. I ain't like that. Yeah, I I, like I, that, they... uh, I don't know who to give it to. Uh I would say I think maybe Riddle goes over, and I think we see um maybe Randy Orton come back and celebrate with him, whatever, congratulations, yada, and then turn on him, and then that starts to feud between Orton and Riddle. I think he's going to be gone for the rest of the year. Oh. Uh, I, uh, I, I don't know. Well, I, you know, I don't even know what, what his injury was. I know he's injured. It's a back, it's a back injury. Ah, uh, okay, okay, yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. I still think Riddle. I'm going to go with Riddle. I'm going to go. I'm going Seth. Just because. Just I'm just going Seth. I'm going Seth. Yeah, Wendell agrees also. He says Seth. Yeah, so, so we're going we're Seth Rollins. Right. So let's see. Let's continue on down the line, and let's go with Lashley and Theory. This is going to be interesting. It is. But but I'm going to tell you straight up, I'm going Lashley. I think Lashley hands Theory his ass, you know, and and then you know then he'll cash it later. But I I do not I have no like honestly I'm not even gonna lie to you I didn't even expect Lashley to beat Theory the first time. I thought they were gonna find some way to screw Theory out of the tight because I was like they they made this big deal about him being the youngest you know U.S. champ and then they took the belt off. I didn't see that coming. So you yeah. know kudos to them for that. I didn't see that coming. You know and but uh, this time I don't think he's I don't think he's gonna he's gonna win. Nah. No, nah, not not at all. It'd be it'd be interesting if he did, but no, nah, not at all. Uh, let's see. We got ah, okay, Ronda Rousey and Liv Morgan. Hmm. Is I don't think I could be any less excited for a match. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I could. Like I don't care. <laughs> I do not care about this match. You know and. And look, and like I've been critical of Liv Morgan and I'm giving her a chance and I'm being open-minded, you know? But like, I think at this at this time, it has nothing to do with Liv. Like, I think it's, I don't know what they're doing with Ronda. And I don't know, man. I, I'm going Liv because she doesn't need to lose. But, eh. I'll, I'll go here. I'll go I, I Liv really Morgan too. 
I'll go Liv Morgan too, but I don't think it'll be a clean victory. I think there has to be some kind of interference or something because Ronda Rousey is billed as the baddest woman on the planet. Yeah. I mean, who who's it's not going to be clean? It's definitely not going to be. Yeah, clean. yeah. There has to be somebody. Somebody clean. might interfere on her behalf. Hmm. At this point, since Vince is out, could we say maybe a Sasha Banks? Possibly. Uh, yeah, Possibly. Well, it's it will be different. All right, that's just my thought. Or or Naomi. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> he said bathroom break. Linda said bathroom break. Brian Wilkins said live live Borgen. <laughs> oh, hey boy, y'all y'all rough out here. Live only because Ronda moves around like a Tekken character. <laughs> boy, y'all y'all are brutal. Not, not the Tekken character, though. But you know what, Shayna Shayna coming out and attacking Ronda would be interesting. But then yeah. who's the face? Because it's not Shayna. You know, and I think like, and Ronda's hard to cheer. Like, don't get me wrong. I I don't mind her being in WWE. I do not mind at all. Like, I actually, I really like her being in WWE. I just need her to be like, not a face, you know, because I feel like she would be so much, it would be so much more natural for her to just be a heel. Just be a heel. Just I I 100% agree. 100% agree. So since we're on the women, Let's continue on that track with mm. Becky Lynch and Bianca Belair. Now, now this, see, now this one, I I don't expect this to end clean at all. I expect somebody to come through. Now, I don't know if he was talking about. I don't know, Char. I don't know if Harry. Harry, you talk. Harry says Charlotte interference. Maybe are we talking uh, Rhonda and Liv or? Or Naomi and Bianca. And the reason I like I could see something happening at I don't I just don't think this Becky and Bianca match is ending clean. I'm going Bianca. Like, cause because this is how the story comes full circle. It started at SummerSlam last year, 26 seconds. You know, I don't think this, I don't think they're just gonna uh, they're not gonna um squash Becky. They're not gonna squash Becky, but I no. do expect I do expect Bianca to win. I, I 100% agree with that just because for no other reason. I just like looking at Bianca Belair. <laughs> Bianca Belair. Let me put it in terms you want to understand. Bianca Belair is my Jade Cardigan. <laughs> <laughs> look, look now. I understand because they, they are both beautiful women. Oh, how's this? I, that just reminds me. Kevin Dunn, there's a report that said Kevin Dunn t- said that told Becky Lynch that she wouldn't be champion because she isn't attractive enough. No, or she said dudes wouldn't want to bang her or something. I got to find the article. I saw that. Like, when I saw that, you know he about to get fired. Now that Vince yeah, is he, gone. He is so gone if he made that comment uh, and they could prove that he said it. Mm. No. It's crazy because it's it's crazy he would say something like that because because Kevin Dunn looks like Kevin Dunn looks like a, a beaver a beaver rabbit mixed like, it's, <laughs> like bro, fact, I'm gonna about? try to find a picture of him right now like you can't you can't be talking like that bro let's see I I think I found one let me see if I can upload it hey, real you quick did that pretty fast okay let me find out somebody learned how to use his computer yeah it only took what about a year. 
I don't even know what the dude. I don't even know what Kevin Dunn looks like. But I, I seen like I think I seen a picture and I was like, this guy's talking about who's attractive. Like, look, no matter what you're into, like, don't don't. <laughs> you said the way you said that is like, don't don't do that. <laughs> look, just when you were bragging about the computer, oh, he's getting faster. I can't find the picture. That's like, okay. I said, don't worry about it. Worry I about it. it. Let's anyway. move on. Let's move on. Let's move yes. on. Yes. Let's go to let me scroll back up. Okay, we, we did be getting close to the yeah. I think I think we're at the main event. Are we at the main event? Yeah, we did we did the tag match. We did Seth Riddle, Lashley and Theory, Rhonda and Liv Morgan. And Gunther doesn't have a match against Shinsuke. Hmm. I, I hadn't heard no, I, maybe it's pre-show. Yeah, it could be. So I guess if we covered everything that leads Brock and Roman for the last time. Ever, I have look, my theories on this. Man. Look at that, Ken over there being the Kevin Dunn of STM, picking because she's nice to look at. <laughs> ain't, that, ain't, that a, ain't that a kick in the head? I don't, I, hey, I'm I'm not speaking at, from a position of authority like Kevin Dunn is. I'm speaking as a fan of the wrestling product. <laughs> too late. Yeah, Kevin so, Dunn really does look like a rat, though. Really, <laughs> like Master Splinter. You know what I'm saying? Uh, he like Ratatouille. That's what he looked like. Ugh. But yes, uh, I you got. Know, you know who he looks like? Kevin Dunn is like Five O Goes West. Yes. That's what he like. Yeah, I'm gonna bro. find. I'm gonna find this. This his picture. Okay. Yeah. Well, look, continue. Go ahead. Brock, yeah. Go ahead. You do that. I'll do this. Brock versus Roman. This is gonna be so interesting. Last man standing match. Right. Last man standing match. It's their last match ever. Maybe. That's what they say. I think it will be the last match ever, but I have my own reasoning behind it. And it's probably pretty obvious. Probably because. Yeah, because of the reports that we got of Brock walking out. on Vince is gone. I'm gone. Yeah. By the way. Who's going to argue with Brock? Who's got two thumbs in this? this? Not going to argue with Brock. This guy, <laughs> not me, bro. You want to go, man? I'm so sorry to see you. you sure you want to go? Come yeah, on, man. Yeah, no, nah, you ain't gotta go. You ain't gotta go. So look, me and DB talked about this, and we had he came up with a very interesting. See, because so like theory's been saying it over and over and over. Sooner when you guys are done, I'm coming out, I'm walking out, and I'm winning the belt. DB has a theory. And I actually like this idea because I don't like the idea of uh, I don't like the idea of theory pinning either one of these guys. I don't I don't like it at all. Like, like don't I don't like it. But theory has an uh, not theory. DB had an idea. What if theory comes out while the match is going on? They they both knock each other out, and neither one of them make the ten count. And theory is just like standing around. Hmm. Would that would that make him the champion? Uh, that would be a super. That would be like this is what we thought about before before Vince retired, right? So what is the what is the way that you can get mega mega heat? How do you get mega heat? You give some. You take the belt off of Roman. You take it off of Brock. You give it to a guy who literally didn't have to do a damn thing to win the belts. All he got to do, he could have just been out there. They could have, matter of fact, not even while they're out there. They're both down. The ref is, the ref is counting. Five, 
he runs down there with the money in the bank, you know, gives it. Start the match. Seven, eight, nine. They do that, and he's and he's just standing there. Well, he can he can win, but he can't win the belts because the belts don't change hands on a count out. And if I'm no, it's it's last man standing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Last man standing. Now we've never heard of a triple threat last man standing. Just like Window said, it could be a first time thing, you know. And I made sure. And, and you you see that I gave DB the, the credit because I was like, because I was thinking, you know, I see, like my idea was, hold up, hold up. I think I'm, I'm missing. That would be so dope. And he'll get major heat. Exactly. Major heat, dog. Like how angry would everybody, I would be pissed at that. And I want, even me saying it now, if it happened, I'd be like, I can't believe it really happened. Uh, I'm, I'm just thinking guy. about it from a technical aspect, though. Like, I agree. Like, that would be yeah, no, freaking I, awesome. I but, but like, technically, if he cashes in the money in the bank, that starts another match. So he technically yeah, wouldn't I, be a I part know. of the triple threat unless, match. Unless, I mean, adds you to the same match. It become, maybe it becomes a triple threat last man standing. Yeah. One of my favorite finishes from a last man standing match is from NXT. Now, I don't remember which one. It was Johnny Gargano, Johnny Gargano versus Tommaso Ciampa. And they were both laid out. And matter of fact, Tommaso, I think Tommaso Ciampa was handcuffed. He was handcuffed to something. So he couldn't get up. But uh, And I, I don't exactly remember how it happened. But uh, Gargano was knocked out. Ciampa was knocked out. And all Ciampa did, he just happened to roll off of whatever he is laying on. And he landed on his feet. He was he was bent over, but he was on his feet, and he ended up winning the last man standing match like that. Oh. And I was like, "Holy shit!" That's a, that was one of the most creative ways I ever seen somebody win a win a match. Huh. Matter of fact, Wendell said that's how Seth won. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is how he won. He uh, cashed it, but it wasn't a it wasn't a um, it wasn't a uh, last man standing match. But he did. He cashed in the, at WrestleMania. It was. Brock versus Roman, you know, the, the heist of the century cashed in one in a triple threat. So this, it could, I think it could happen. And who's saying it can't happen? Yeah. I mean, by all means, it's WWE logic. So, you know, they control the rules so they can flip it and change it at any point that they feel like it, whether it makes sense to us or not. So I have one last theory. <laughs> theory. So <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> so I have. I have this idea in my head that I haven't said to anybody and I don't know how, how this would work, but if they wanted to split the belts back up right now that triple H is in charge, if they wanted to split the belts, I have this in my head. Let's say, let's say theory cashes in, you know, and he wins the belts. Right. And the next Monday on raw that the next Monday on raw, uh, Paul Heyman comes out and he's, you know, he's, and he to to the effect. I'm not. I'm not writing a scene. I just have this in my head. What right. if Paul Heyman makes the case that you can only win one championship with the with the Money in the Bank briefcase? One championship. So that would mean instead of you taking both titles, you'd have to give one of them back to whoever won the match. Ooh. So that I think that would be a very interesting way to split the titles up again if you want, and then. You, you said you combined the belts. You did it for, it wasn't even six months, four or five months. Then you split them back apart. 
I think I think that's a a, a phenomenal idea. But the the only thing I would change with that is instead of just giving it back, there has to be some sort of tournament or process or something to to earn that belt back. You, you don't just say, uh, "I'll take this one and give the other one back." I mean, you know, I, I don't I don't disagree with that either. I don't disagree with that either. And I've been thinking about this also. Brian Wilkerson said, or he could cash in and lose his cash in match. And now that now that Triple H is in charge, I'm starting to think now. Like while Vince is, I was like, oh man, theory about to do it. But now, what he could lose, he could. And you he also got to think about the Usos. Yeah, I mean, I don't like I said. I, I stick with my prediction of Merlo. The Usos are going to ride with that belt until WrestleMania. No, I'm just, talking just, about I'm talking about defending Roman. Oh, oh yeah, you know that's going to happen. They're gonna they're gonna be involved in that unless something major happens to them in their yeah. match. <laughs> they're definitely coming out. Yeah. So, I believe that that will, I believe that will conclude with our predictions for SummerSlam. I I, I have something for you though, G. Yes. Here is Kevin Dunn. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> this photo has not been doctored up in any way. <laughs> he just wakes up and looks like that. <laughs> Bro. He he looks like the Hannibal Lecter mask. He doesn't look like Hannibal Lecter. He looks like the mask that he wore. <laughs> Bro. You cannot be serious. Yes, that. In fact, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Uh, uh, <laughs> after the show, G, don't, don't delete that picture. We're saving that picture. Oh yeah, we gotta save that. Yeah, that I'm, gonna, I'm gonna use that. I'm gonna use that pick as a meme. You know what I'm saying? Anytime somebody says something like completely stupid, just give them the. What? <laughs> <laughs> that's a. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> when when your boy when you when you ask your boy to to holler at a chick and she said what he looked like <laughs> oh god bless it oh man <laughs> oh man <laughs> that's messed oh, up man. yo <laughs> Yeah, wow. I see that, Mike. Thank you, Mike. Mike sent me the picture also. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, wow. You, you know good and damn well. Hey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, pal. That's, I'm calling the cop face. <laughs> Bro, Kev, dog. What, what can you say? That's Good old Kevin Dunn. You come home and catch a wife sleeping with the mailman. <laughs> Bro. Yeah, y'all. Y'all. Well. Okay. All right, all right. All right. Because look, not only is this streaming live so people can watch it, this is also on, this is also going to be on all our podcasting, all our podcasting platforms from Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, you know, iHeartRadio. This part, they ain't gonna understand this part at all because they're like, what are they laughing at? You know, we're laughing yeah. at Kevin Dunn. Yes, please you know? Google a picture of Kev Kevin Dunn if Bro, you're listening and not watching. Google it. You will not regret like, it. Because Kevin Dunn looks like mashed potatoes. That's why. <laughs> Kevin Dunn looks like the guy from the Goonies. <laughs> you go. Baby, baby, <laughs> 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 
All right, look, let's move on, okay? So, also this weekend, and and I, I'm happy that I actually saw this. It is the return of Ring of Honor. Death before dishonor was this past Saturday in Lowell, Massachusetts. Shout out to my boy Eddie Sanford. My boy Eddie was at the show, man. Oh wow! Also, also want to send a shout out to Caprice Coleman because Caprice Coleman and Ian Riccoboni they were back at it doing their thing. They did an excellent job on commentary. Man, Caprice is 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 all over the place right now, and I mean that in a good way. Yes, he is. Brother, I, I, I scroll through my, my Facebook timelines and he's posting videos and sketches and he's yes. on Ring of Honor and AEW. It's like, wow. Man, look. So the big news out of Death Before Dishonor, do we even, I don't even think, I don't even know if they even had a picture of the match. It was Claudio Casagnoli versus Jonathan Gresham for the Ring of Honor World Championship. Claudio won in like nine minutes. And apparently before the show, Jonathan Gresham told, he cut, they said he cussed him out. He cussed out Tony Khan. Cussed him out that he wants to be released from his contract from AEW slash Ring of Honor. Boy, he, he better, he better let the ink dry on that contract before. He feels the word. Now I, I, I read this in some groups as well. The word is he felt disrespected that, he felt disrespected that that one he, he he wasn't even getting shine on the AEW shows, and then first show back with Ring of Honor, and you're gonna have him lose to a guy that that is just that w- was in another company. Now I see it yeah. both ways. I see it both ways because I can understand Jonathan Gresham's frustration. I absolutely can. You know, you've been holding. He's been defending that before Tony Khan bought Ring of Honor. Like Jonathan Gresham was defending that belt everywhere. You know, saying he was taking it everywhere. He's been down to Terminus. He's been here. He's been there. He's he's been carrying, you know, the flag of while people didn't know what was going on. Meanwhile, Tony Khan has it. Maybe like I thought that he he was just buying it for the library, but like they threw a pay per view. So yes, that looks like a okay. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. So this is my thing, right? Because I'm wondering, and I we really got to get Caprice back on the show. I hope we can. Yeah. But I'm wondering, what are that like? I'm hoping they can do a TV uh, a TV situation for Ring of Honor again. And if they are, then I understand why they took the belt off of them because you need a you need a, a the name of somebody that people know as your flagship, that's kind of like what AEW did with Chris Jericho. You know, mm-hmm. uh, John Moxley was, was, was one of their first champions. Well, you know, it, it was Jericho first, obviously, you know, but I mean, I, I get it, but I, I, I feel for Jonathan Gresham though. I really do. I really do. I think the way that Tony Khan thinks he, he thinks he doesn't think, in terms of, of necessarily long ter- long term storytelling, he's like, who's the bigger star? Who who who's more who's more well known? Who's more of a household name? And I think that's how he made that decision. As good as Gresham is, and he's good, he's better than good. He's amazing. Jonathan Gresham is amazing. He just doesn't have the name recognition yet. No, that that a Claudio does. He doesn't, and you know what's crazy, like. This new Ring of Honor might seem like AW light 
what but look i'm i mean if they get a show and stuff then i'm happy for them because one just like just like i said the ec3 last week you know one thing i appreciate one of the things i appreciate about aw is like they're giving a lot of people a chance to be seen so if he can sure he can revive ring of honor and and you know give people a chance to be seen you know saying people get to keep their jobs and stuff. there's a lot of great wrestlers that are that were there you know that that's that that show was a great show Death Before Dishonor was a great show. Like, like I ain't, I ain't blowing smoke. Nothing. Every match was good. Even the, even the matches I wasn't too sure about. They were still good. You know what I'm saying? So, and, and I don't think Tony Khan. From I read an article earlier where he he doesn't see Ring of Honor as a uh, what do you call it? Like a um, like a step down, like the equivalent of NXT, for example. Good. Well, he well he doesn't need to treat it like that then. Right. He, he doesn't treat it like that. But yeah, I think it, that's why he kept all the champions, like you know Mercedes Martinez. I think that's why they took the belts off of all the the non con like they took the the pure title off of Josh Woods, put it on Wheeler Utah. They took the I don't even remember who. Oh no, um, Roxy. Roxy, who's now what's her name? Roxanne Perez at NXT. She was. She was the Ring of Honor Women's Champ at Final Battle, and then she lost it to I forgot who she lost it to, but I know Mercedes Martinez is the champ now. Uh, Samoa Joe is a TV champion, you know. Yeah. FTR man, that FTR Briscoe's match was so good. I didn't even see the first one, I didn't see the first one, but this the second one, probably the best tag team match I've ever seen. Like, I, I missed it, I was on the road. Like, you tripping, dog. That finish was was spectacular man like they did every man they put on a clinic the briscoes and ftr put on a mother loving clinic of wrestling dog tag team wrestling lives man like that's like i think that was one of the things that disappointed me about what tony khan said like a couple days like the day before because like bro like you just 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 put out just put the workout yeah just let these guys do their thing and they killed it like like Samoa Joe and, and and Jay Lethal wasn't a bad match. Like every every match was good. They definitely they definitely closed it out the right way. They they made FTR and the Briscoes the main event. They had to because they would have overshot. They would have outshined anybody. You know who I would like to see? I would like to see, and I don't know if we've seen this already or not before, but at least I don't remember. Um, Caprice Coleman and um, Jay Lethal. Yeah, they wrestled before. Have they? Yeah, you bro. I watched their match on YouTube like last year. They wrestled oh, like Lord. back in 2016. You can huh. pull that up right now, dog. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I, that's I, happened. That's back when that was around the time when he was doing uh Coleman's pulpit. Yeah, okay. Absolutely. I was gonna say I, I I'll pull it up, but I can't show it on the podcast. We might get shut down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we know about that. Yeah, oh yeah. FTR is absolutely the best tag team of wrestling, like. That's bro, it's, it's ridiculous. And and they, bro, they are the they are the they're the triple A tag team champions. They are the new Japan tag team champions. They are the Ring of Honor tag team champions. They look yeah, if they, they top of the world. If they beat Swerve and, and, and Keith Lee, I couldn't even, I wouldn't even be mad. I wouldn't even be mad if they messed around and beat them for the tag titles. Like I wouldn't even be mad about it. And shout out to them for winning. Shout out to, to Swerve and our glory for being the AEW tag team champions. Shout out to them. Yes. Yes, because I didn't see that coming, and it and it happened, and it you know it was what it was. You it know? was a swerve. 
Yes, it was definitely a swerve. <laughs> so this weekend is SummerSlam. A lot of things are going on this weekend. Not only is this weekend SummerSlam, but this weekend is also the this Sunday, matter of fact, the last time we'll see Ric Flair wrestle. Yeah. His last match. That's right. It's a show called StarCast. And I have the card right there. And then I started adding, adding stuff and I lost it. That's okay. I have it in front of me. Good. Excellent. Excellent. Now, the only thing is we don't have the pictures. Usually we have the pictures, but I guess they didn't, they didn't make, they didn't make the pictures. Yeah. They, they have on their website. It's like a a video. Yeah. So we're not going to do that because we're not trying to get, uh, we're not going to play that. (laughs) (laughs) We're not not trying to get, (laughs) I think, I think we learned our lesson already. So this is the card. This is the card. It's going to be the Von Erichs, Marshall and Ross, Kevin Von Erickson's, the Von Erichs versus Dim Boys, the Briscoes. And this is a first time ever matchup. The Briscoes and the Von Erichs. That's going to be crazy. So they they have a they've got a matchup from New Japan. It's going to be Clark Connors versus Ren Narita. Narita Ren. <laughs> From MLW, they're going to have, oh, wait a minute. They got Killer Cross with Scarlet Bordeaux versus Harry Smith. Okay. Oh. Yeah. British Bulldog Son. That's going to be a good one. For They're going to have Rachel Ellering versus Deanna Perrazzo versus Jordan Grace for the Impact Knockouts Championship. Oh, no, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. That's not for that belt. It's just, she's just, Jordan Grace is just the champion. I just put two and two together, and I know you're going to be like, yeah, duh, you're slow. Rachel Ellerling, Ellerling, she was in that seminar we went to. Yes. She was like off in the cut, like watching. Yeah, 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 okay. Chris Hero, yes. And and she's Paul Ellerling's daughter. Yeah. The legendary manager for Legion of Doom and Authors of Pain. Wow. Talk about a slow moment. (laughs) I just put that together, like almost a year later. Yes, and uh, they're also. Uh, let's see what else. I just, oh, I just had it and I just lost it again. All right. Also on that card, it will be a world title match, Impact World Championship. This is going to be better than good. Josh Alexander, the Impact World Champion, versus Jacob Fatu, mm. the leader of Contra. Look, the the some man. Look, he's not the Samoan bulldozer, but he's going to be Samoan Dynasty. Yes. Man, look. Then there's going to be this is probably going to be the match of the night. Ray Phoenix versus Taurus versus Laredo Kid versus Bandito in a four-way match. That's going to be bananas. Wow. Then we have the Wolves. Davey Richards and Eddie Edwards will be taking on the Motor City Machine Guns. That's the Impact Dream Tag rematch. Yeah, that's going to be crazy. That's Why do I feel like it's been a long time since I've seen a Motor City Machine Guns? <laughs> yeah, Alex Shelley and Chris Saban. Actually, I think they team more than uh, Davey Richards and Eddie Edwards now because Eddie Edwards is in MLW. Well, he's all over the place. And Eddie and Eddie Edwards is in Impact. Davey Richards was in MLW. Also, they're going to have Kerry and Ricky Morton versus Brian Pillman Jr., and Brock Anderson. 
So this is Ricky and Kerry Morton with Robert Gibson in their corner, the Rock and Roll Express, versus Brian Pillman Jr. versus Brock Anderson with Arn Anderson in their corner. That's that's gonna be Brock they have Anderson. Yeah. That name sounds familiar. Hmm, I wonder yeah. from where. That's right. They'll be, they'll be back. Yep. Then there's a bunkhouse battle royal. Then speaking of, it's gonna be what is this? It's a four corners match. Jonathan Gresham versus Nick Wayne versus versus Allen Angels versus Konosuke Takashita. See, they had me sold right there. It's when they called it a four corners match. Like that's that's no, I I mean that's old school. It's not a fatal four way and all this. It's four corners match. I like that. I like that. Right. And and obviously the main event is going to be Ric Flair and Andrade El Idolo <laughs> versus <laughs> Jeff Jarrett, J E double F, J A double R E double T, and Jay Lethal. Black uh-huh. Machismo. Which explains why earlier in the year we saw them training together. Mm-hmm. Flair and Lethal. There were some and videos. Bro, Jeff Jarrett about to get paid. He's he's oh doing my God, yeah. he's doing SummerSlam the night before. He's he's gonna be the special guest ref in the in the Usos and, and Street Profits match. Then the next day in Nashville, he gets a team with Jay Lethal and Russell Ric Flair <laughs> and Andrade. Wow. Lucky. Lucky, lucky, lucky. And little known fact, the referee for that match is gonna be Mike Kyoto. Is it? Of, yeah, I believe it is coming out of retirement. Oh crap! Yeah, that's wild. Yeah, man, there's just whew, so much going on. Oh yeah, so so what's so just understand. Oh, let me send this message. Yeah, so there's so much going on in in, in wrestling right now, man. We've got. Vince McMahon, Vince McMahon retiring, Triple H taking over, you know, SummerSlam this weekend. That's gonna that's gonna be wild. Then we have AW coming back. Oh man, you know what? Mr. Magnificent didn't see the match. That Eddie Kingston, Jericho, barbed wire, everything match was so trash. It was so trash. Dog, like. And it probably would have been okay. Like you could, oh, you could see Chris Jericho like blading, <laughs> like dog. You could see him blade himself. You know what I'm saying? Where's where's my picture? At? I, I threw. I had a picture in here somewhere. Is that it? Yeah, man. Like this is just. Oh gosh, it was so bad. I mean, it. Did y'all did y'all see when it was? <laughs> Sammy, go- first off, let's talk about the shark cage situation. They had a shark cage above the ring. They had a shark cage above the ring. They they got the Jericho Appreciation Society in there. They had Ruby Ho- Soho with the with the uh, with the key and and with the lever. So Ty Conti and what's her name Anna J. They come out. They beat up Ruby Soho. They bring the cage down. And then they can't unlock the cage. They can't unlock the cage. So you know what? They, so, so they're like, oh, what do we do? They can't unlock the cage. 
So the Jericho Appreciation Society, they said they just slide out the side. They slide out the side of the cage. So are you trying to tell me that they could have done this the whole time? They was up there. They could have slid out the side of the cage the whole time, but they decided to stay up there for, for like no reason. I almost forgot they were there until Ty Conti and them came out. Bro, that was so bad. Like, I'm like, usually it's crazy because like they started the show off really good, but that main event was so bad. Then they had the whole situation with Sammy Guevara holding Eddie Kingston and Jericho's about to do something to him. And like he, he ducks and then he, he throws Jericho into him and then he goes with a back fist and he misses the back fist. And like when he throws Jericho into Sammy, they hold each other, they lock up, they hold each other. And <laughs> I don't even know what they were trying to do. Did you say they held each other? Bro, I, I wish <laughs> I had a video that I could put on the show. Dog, it was terrible. It was I'm a matter of fact, when this is over, I'm gonna send you the I'm gonna send you the video. Okay. I, I, I don't want to get I don't want to get, you know. I don't want to get us kicked off. So by playing it now, but it was really, really, really bad. <laughs> like, like as much as I try to, like, I try, I be trying to give AEW a chance, man. And I don't dislike them, but like, there's just some things I just wish they do better. Just like with WWE, I wish they do a lot of things better. But a- AEW is going to get complacent because Bro. of everything that's going around, going on with WWE. They're going to, they, I, I think they feel like that they already won. It's not even that. Like the, the thing with the thing with AEW is AEW, they only cater to their hardcore fan base. They only they only cater to like this group of people. This group of people. That's it. Like they don't try to get they don't get they don't try to like bring in outside fans. Like I think the only time they tried was the week before when they when they had Kevin Gates on the show. You know, matter of fact, I think this was the same show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this was the same show. But like I almost forgot about all that other by by the time by the time we got to the main event, I didn't forgot everything else that happened because like I'm looking at this like y'all can't be serious. And I, I was just sitting there watching it like and Lord knows <laughs> like, Eddie Kingston is a great talker. He's he's a great talker, you know what I'm saying? And I don't think he's a terrible wrestler. But like they don't put him, they don't put him in 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 good looking situations. Sure. Yeah, exactly. They they don't care. Like if you're not in this bubble, that's it. Like here here's another example. They did a, they did a backstage segment with Thunder Rosa, and she's like, "Hey, Yonosuke, whoever the hell, when I face you, you're gonna be the best. Like I know you're the best wrestler in Japan, and this this and this. I have no idea who she was talking about." They didn't show us a picture. They didn't, you know what I'm saying? They didn't give me a thumbnail. They didn't show a video. I don't know who the hell she talking about. They didn't show like, they didn't show a clip of her doing a drop kick. You know what I'm saying? Like. That's because they work under the assumption uh, that you know who these people are. Like, how am I supposed to, how do you want me to follow this? If you, it's crazy, man. (laughs) They killing me with that dog. They killing me. Like, I really. Wait, wait, oh yeah. When when Mark Sterling said Kevin is like young MA, oh bro, I <laughs> that was funny as hell. That was hilarious. <laughs> Actually, I like that whole sequence. Like that whole, you know what I'm saying? Like, I was cool with that. That was hilarious, though. He's like, Kevin Gates. Well, for a second, I thought that was young MA. And I was like, oh. <laughs> 
Oh uh, yeah, that was that was good stuff. That was good, man. Yeah, they they showed a clip where they didn't. If they showed it on the show, they didn't do it while she was talking. <laughs> like I, like they they really they be losing me, man. They be losing me. Like, and I think like matter of fact, somebody I think it was in BWF. They asked they asked the question, and the question was. What do you what do you think WWE does better than AEW? What do you think AEW does better than WWE? For me, I think WWE does a better job of making things make sense. Like they their stories are very coherent. Like if if you miss three weeks of Raw, when you watch Raw the next time, they will catch you up on everything that happened. They will hey couple weeks hey three weeks ago this happened and a month ago this happened and then this happened and then this happened and this happened if if you miss if you like there was a you like, know what? we train on wednesdays so i don't get to watch a lot of aw so there was probably about four there was probably like a month i didn't get to see aw at all when i got back to it i know what the was going on uh uh uh, I'll, I'm not going to drop any names, but a mutual friend of ours, you know, who who's had appearances on all of those shows recently was telling me the difference, the main difference between the two. And it's that WWE, they do long story, long term storytelling because they're a they're a TV show. They're more of a sitcom type TV show than wrestling. You have about this much wrestling and this many promos to tell that story on the show, whereas AEW is the complete opposite of that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Raw, WWE, they make TV shows with wrestling. Yes. And AW makes wrestling shows that happen to be on TV. <laughs> it's, a, exactly. it's a big difference. It, it's just, bro, like, AW does a terrible job of, like, filling you in on stories. I don't care how, I don't care, like, it just is what it is, man. Like, I do feel like AW can, will produce better matches. It like AEW can produce better matches and they can and like and they they let their they let their talent off the leash so that gives them a real good chance to you know so they can show their stuff. So AEW is really good with the in-ring stuff. Yeah. Sometimes. Sometimes. You know what I'm saying? But like like when they put on a banger of a match, they put on a banger of a match. Like because there's no because it like you know everything in WWE, you can feel like it could be like a slower pace or it could be this or that. Like it could be predictable at times. I could, I understand that. Cause I feel the same way. AW is a lot looser in the ring, which is not always a good thing because sometimes like I'll be, I'll be scared for some of those guys, man. But like, you know, that's why they say this is not ballet. And you I, know, do feel, I do feel like AW does a better job of like in ring product, but that's it because, because like WWE, WWE, like they are second to none when it comes to production to telling a story. They are second to none, bro. To yeah. none. Yeah, the, the the same guy that we were that I was just talking about that was telling me all this stuff, uh, said said the exact same thing that you just said. I mean, WWE is more they're they're better at storytelling than AEW is. AEW mm -hmm. is 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 a wrestling show. See, but this is no, no, no. I, and you're right. And I'm sorry to cut you off. I just got to like, you could start watching wrestling for the first time. You could watch a WWE show and like, you'll understand that, okay, this is happening because something happened before us. This happened before I, 
started watching. This happened before I started watching. This happened before I started watching. That's why this is happening. AW is here. Yeah. Eat it. You know? Because they, they, like I said, they, they don't cater to the quote-unquote wrestling fan. They just no. cater to the people mm-hmm. that are into what they're doing at that time. That's why w, he, that, that's the other point he, he made that WWE, they, if you notice, they wrestle less as far as the stuff they do in within the matches, it's all simple stuff because they're a weekly show and they're on the road 24 seven. Whereas mm-hmm. AEW, what once or twice a week. They, they, yeah, they wrestle about once or twice a week. So I know it's a lot easier. It's a lot easier on the, on on the people and you know i know that's a blessing because yeah i I don't know how i could be taking bumps three four times a week that's crazy you know but here's here's an interesting question that i've been seeing all day question how is it warlow can fight off 20 security guards but it takes him 20 minutes to beat orange cassidy (laughs) and it took him even less time than that to beat scorpio sky who was a tnt champion but i heard scorpio sky was hurt now see i didn't I didn't see Warlow taking on those 20 guys and I didn't see him fight Orange Cassidy, but I've seen like 80 people ask the same question. <laughs> like that, the booking is like, come on, man. Like they be kept like, I like, I look at WWE stands and I'll be like, word. And I look at AEW stands and I'm like, word. Like you got to call a spade a spade, you know? Yep. Like WWE is not all good and AEW is not all good. Like WWE isn't all bad and the AEW isn't all bad. Like they both have their their hits and misses. You know, it just depends on what do you focus on more. Whose do you focus on more? Because <laughs> I have seen some really bad stuff from both. <laughs> but the stuff the the most of the time, the really bad stuff from WWE is just creative wise. Yeah. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like some of the, it's like I'll give AEW credit because because they they probably don't do as many corny things, but the the things the corny things they don't do, like and the, the corny things they don't do with promos, like they they do as twice as many botches like in the ring, you know. And I just, yes, some of those spots are cringeworthy. Yes. I, you know what? I, I'm starting to understand like Cornette more. Like, but I will say this though, like, because I listen to a lot of Cornette. Cornette is like his when he 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 probably knows he's probably one of the top five best wrestling minds out there. Yeah, like, but he just he really be he really does not like Kenny Omega. <laughs> he does not like Kenny Omega, bro. Like. Yeah, they, like it's getting to the point where, like, damn, dog, like, stall him out, G, stall him out, Debo. I know this. This is a bit off topic. We talked about this earlier, but I just got to jump back for a quick second. Yeah, I just came out that Vince is under federal investigation officially now, bro. So they'll save people why, that he beat for the steroids he, case. That's <laughs> why he retired because it's 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 about to get bad. It's about to get real bad, really bad. Yeah, that, they got they got oh, mad because he kept bragging about how he beat the steroid case. They're like, oh, we got you now. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, look, it's just like OJ. Like, they let me off, but then they wrote a book. See, if I did do it, I would have did like this. You know, like, bro, just shh and just go. Just 
just take your wins, be quiet, and keep doing what you're doing. But nope, people love to brag. And I can see, I can see Vince at court now. The 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 the, the judge going well. I see all these charges. Uh, the chances of you getting out of jail are no chance. And his theme music plays the handcuff. <laughs> and he, he's, he still struts. <laughs> Let's right. hope it doesn't get there. Let's hope it doesn't get there. Yeah. Seeing seeing Vince strut with, with handcuffs on, that would be hilarious too. <laughs> Could he even do it? He try. Yeah. Throw a shoulder out of joint. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, this was fun. Oh, you know what I didn't do? I didn't get it. I didn't put the banner up to make sure you guys follow us, man. Make sure you follow us on all social media. You know what I'm saying? If you're on the Facebook page, shout out to you. You know, smash the mat. If you're on the Twitter, because we're streaming live. On, shout out to Twitter for allowing you to stream live on them now. Hey, real quick, uh, before we wrap up, can we talk about the uh, the stuff with EC3 this weekend? Isn't oh, this weekend? you know what? I can I can't believe that I almost went through this without doing that. Yes. Also this weekend, if you happen to be in North Carolina, you want to go to SummerSlam, but you just can't make it. Matter of fact, I'm going to tell you what you can do. I'm going to tell you what you can do this Saturday. You know SummerSlam is Saturday. But yes. if, you, if you're not far from the Winston-Salem area, what you could do, you could come on down to the AML future stars of wrestling show okay it's cyn versus the future stars of wrestling the projects of control your narrative that is me and a bunch of other guys you love you know what i'm saying and we will be taking on the future stars of aml that is going down this saturday at the aml pro wrestling training center that's 4421 cherry street in winston-salem my fellow wrestlers if you are listening and you want a chance to be a part of cyn they are having they are having an, a, a seminar early that morning, 8.30 in the morning at that same place, 8.30 to 11. So make sure you hit up the people at AML or follow, go to uh, EC3's social media page, The Real EC3, and for, for a chance for that. And yeah, I, you know I, heard that, I heard that seminar was at 8.30 in the morning. And I was like, I'm going, I'm going. And it's at 8.30. I was like, oh, Jesus. Yeah, and Winston-Salem, my friend, <laughs> which means you have to leave your house like early. five in the morning. But you know yeah. what? Opportunities like this do not come along often. This is true. So I am going. I'm going to suck it up, <laughs> go to sleep early the night before, and go over here and, you know, go through this seminar and probably get my ass chewed out by EC3. But that's okay. <laughs> oh, it's all good. It is all good. And you know what? I'm glad because that, that reminds me of something else that I have to send myself so that we can see. So also... So that is Saturday, and and also on that show, you know, where where we at? Is this? I'm gonna make sure I'm looking at the right one. Oh, you are you are, you deleted it. It's okay. But I I'm in a match on that on that show. So the next day, Sunday in Goldsboro, which is only an hour from Fayetteville. If you happen to live in the Fayetteville area, it's only an hour. You know what I'm saying? You can go to. Let, I'm gonna bring it up. Oh, that's the the main event. But you know what? We'll leave that up there. The oh, main event awesome. is the Awakening show. It's CYN versus AML Wrestling, the Awakening. Sunday, July the 31st. That is at the WA Foster Rec Center. It's a new building in Goldsboro. It's a new rec center, 1012 South John Street. The main event will be EC3 Austin Aries and the Titan Adam Share, formerly known as Braun Strowman, versus them damn Dawsons. Damn the Dawson brothers. 
and John Schuyler. Okay. You definitely do not want to miss that one either. <laughs> and that one, now that one's going to be super dope as well. And they're having the <laughs> everybody gets a trophy battle royal. Now, at first, I wasn't going to go to the show, but then when I found out that I could get a trophy for being in a battle royal, I was like, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm, I want a trophy. I, I'm going to go. They, exactly, right? You know what I'm saying? Everybody so, gets a trophy. Everybody gets a trophy. It's a participation award, you know? <laughs> so make sure you do that. And, and, and if you need tickets for that, go to, you can go to, for the Saturday show, futurestarsofaml.com or is it, oh, I'm sorry. Let me, let me go back. I think it was, let's see. Okay. Tickets are available at futurestarsofamlwrestling.com. Okay. And then if you need tickets to the show in Goldsboro, it's at amlwrestling.com. And I saw a, I saw a comment that I wanted to throw up here as well. Going back to the Vince thing, it's like the situation with John Gruden. You can't have a coach remain a coach while all these accusations are in the forefront. No, you cannot. That's a distraction. It's a uh, distraction. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So this, I'm going to tell you another reason why it's going to be a busy weekend. Because on Friday, because on Friday, Smash City will be going up to Greensboro for the Hit Club Pro Show, Hit Club Pro, no regrets. That's going to be at the Firestar Building, 4361 Federal Drive in Greensboro, North Carolina. Look, if you see, look, you see, you see Black as Jack, AC Mack, Savannah Evans is going to be there. Trisha Dora, I can't wait to meet Trisha Dora because I'm a huge fan. You see, I see my man Alexander Moss. I see David Ali. I see... I see exotic youth. Joe Black is going to be there. Sean Dean is going to be there. Yeah. There's going to be some heavy hitters in the building, bro. There's going to be some heavy hitters in Greensboro this Friday. Uh I see what you did there. I see what you did there. Heavy hitters. Hit Club Pro. Hit hit (laughs) Club Pro. Exactly. Yeah, I get it. (laughs) Absolutely. So definitely check that out as well. Look, you, You see the banner at the bottom. Make sure you follow us on everything after. Once this is over. I will have the show on all the streaming platforms, Apple, Amazon. Matter of fact, we added we added the show to some other platforms. There's one, there's two out in India that I cannot remember, but I added the show to that as well. So we're going to be all over the place. You said Thank two you in know. India? India. Oh. Yes. Hey, we're international. Yes. And- Hello to my friends in India. Hello. <laughs> yeah. We love I'll- India. Yeah, we do. We do. Look, if you want to know any more information about uh, CYN, Control Your Narrative, go to controlyournarrative.com. Also, check out prowrestlingtv.com, man, if you want to watch any of the shows. They got a lot of good content up there. We're trying to find a way to get smashed Matt on Pro Wrestling TV. That would be amazing. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to the good people down at XWW Extreme World Wrestling. Mandy Mack, like you could also catch Master Matt on the XWW network as well, you know, Shan. So look, we out yeah, here, we just, we just working hard, man. Thank you guys. We just look, we're just we're fans and wrestlers that just love talking about wrestling. You know, we're not reporters, we're not, you know, we don't have any inside scoops. We get our information just like the rest of you guys. We just have we just have a couple more opinions. 
you know, we're not saying we're right. You know, we're not saying you're wrong. We're just, you know, we're just talking and having fun and enjoying ourselves. You know what I'm saying? And uh, you know what? You are absolutely right. I can't believe I almost forgot about this. I almost forgot that oh. next Saturday, next Saturday, because because our good friend Window said August 6th. Yes, RWC's 24th anniversary show going down in Lumberton. This is next Saturday at the Priscilla King Arena, the hey, King did, Arena, 612 2nd Street. Did you read that flyer really good? Yes, you, I read did, the flyer. Did you see that? The six-man tag match, Smash the yeah. Mat versus, or excuse me, Smash the Mat with Flex Simmons versus the wrestlers and Mulatto X? It's the wrestlers. It's not the wrestlers. They are wrestlers, but they go by the wrestlers. Hey, the important part of that match is we're together, man. We're a team. Yeah. I'm so excited. <laughs> can't you see the, the can't you see the look on my face? I can't wait for this. Hey, you know who else likes it? That guy right there. That's <laughs> that's what he said when I told him about this match. <laughs> exactly what he said. <laughs> Oh man, look, look, it's about to be it's I think it's it's almost 10 o'clock. We've been oh it's past 10 o'clock. We've been doing this for over an hour and a half. Look, we appreciate y'all checking us out, man. We back next Tuesday, next Tuesday at eight o'clock, and we're gonna have our what did see? We did predictions. What is this? The the post SummerSlam show. Yeah. The post is going to be our thoughts on SummerSlam and everything else that happened throughout the week. We'll let, I'm going to let you know what went down at the CYN shows. If I if I survive, well, I know I'm going to survive. Well, future stars <laughs> and will survive. That's the question. Hey, last thought, absolute last thought before we go. I know how much you love all of our fans that smashed the mat. So I think they should reach out to you directly, directly via phone call, and say, hey. This is my thoughts on on Smash the Mat. So let me just give out your number. Whoa, it's, hold on, uh, hold on, bro. Like, why would you do that? It's well, because I, I know you love the fans. It's, it's real. Okay. 